Jordan's heart raced as she stared down the familiar walking trail. Beads of perspiration peppered her forehead and arms, despite the morning chill. She expelled a deep breath in an attempt to calm her nerves, then continued on the darkened path toward the haunting glow of searchlights. Sorry we had to get you out of bed so early, Chief Russell. She glanced over at the young police officer, holding his flashlight to illuminate the trail ahead of them. That's all right, Rick. Who found the body? Two hikers, Aaron Johnson and Greg Denny. They called it in on their cell phone about 45 minutes ago. It was a second body found in the same woods in less than a month. Any similarities to the first? Yes, ma'am. There's bruising on her wrists and ankles, and she appears to have been strangled. Jordan wrenched. When she got the call, she had hoped it was a lost hiker who died of dehydration, anything but strangulation. But deep down, she knew the killer had struck again. I want a lid kept on this. Do you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Only the doc and I know the condition of the bodies. Well, except for the hikers. Tourism played a large part in Thorny Creek's local economy. Nestled in the dense forests and lofty mountains of western North Carolina, it was an outdoorsman's paradise. It's a little early to be hiking. They said they wanted to get an early start at the mountain. Jordan looked through a clearing in the trees and saw Darwood Peak less than a mile away. With its base cloaked in darkness, only the summit was visible in the pre-dawn light. It was a favorite with locals and tourists alike. But seldom did people camp this far away from it, not when there were full camping facilities located at the base of the mountain. What were they doing this far from the campgrounds? Wilderness campers. They got permission from old man Kramer to camp near the creek. He must be getting soft in his old age. He's never let anyone camp on his land that I know of. Did you run them for wants and warrants? she asked. Yes, ma'am. They're both clean. I've got messenger watching them back at their campsite. A hair-raising screech of a nearby owl caused Jordan to jump. She knew Rick had seen her reaction, but was thankful when he pretended he hadn't. As they drew near the crime scene, Jordan saw it had already been secured with yellow police tape, and portable lights were set up. She ducked underneath the tape as Rick held it, and saw Dr. Agnew Clever a few feet in front of her, bent over the corpse. What do you think, Aggie? He pivoted around on one foot and glanced up. Morning, Jordan. Same as the other woman, I'm afraid. Jordan exhaled another deep breath and knelt beside him. How long has she been dead? Two days, Max. He pulled the sheet back to reveal the partially clothed body of a woman in her late twenties. Jordan lowered her eyes to the woman's hands just as the doctor moved a light closer. The small circular bruises around both wrists prompted a wave of nausea. She let out a slow, silent sigh, rose to her feet, and looked around the area. Even in the dark, she recognized it. Less than a quarter mile away was a creek that ran through Judd Kramer's property, where the first body was found, and it was within a mile of the farm she lived on with her parents twenty years ago. When she was a kid, she and her friends had camped here often. She walked to the edge of the clearing and peered into the woods that separated her from the creek. You're out there watching me. I can feel you. What do you want? Why did you come back here? There's no ID on the body. Shall I go run her description and see if we get a hit?
Jordan gathered herself and turned to Rick. Please, hopefully we'll get lucky again. The first body had been identified from a missing person report filed out of Lawson, less than 50 miles from Thorny Creek. Amanda Weaver, a musician, was reported missing by her family after she failed to show up for a gig at a local coffee house. Her car was found parked behind the building. Jordan shifted her gaze back to the doctor. Can you tell me anything else, Aggie? I think you know more about what's going on here than this body can tell us. Jordan went stiff at his words. He rose and came toward her. Did you think I wouldn't recognize a bruising, Jordan? The same bruising I saw on a scared little girl 20 years ago.